Seven Mile Pike Studios, Shelbyville, Kentucky. Episode 152. Tonight, Secrets of Famous U.S. Landmarks. We're taking your prayer requests, the word for your day, and more. And now, the Good Morning Show with Terry. That's right. That's right. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you, Master Pastor Yoda. Good evening to you. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It is the Good Morning Show at night. That's right. It's Thursday Night Live. Hey, and in this episode, we've got some cool photos and some info on some secrets. (coughs) Sorry, I took a big O. Suck of air. Do you swallow a bug? Yeah, well, it, a pretend imaginary one. Okay. Let's try this again. In this episode, we've got some cool photos and info on some secret of famous U.S. landmarks. That's a mouthful. Yeah. Melissa also has the word for your day, <laughs> among those many words she just said. And as always, we're taking your prayer requests. They're never an interruption, you guys. They're absolutely very much a part of our show, and we do not feel it. Though you're interrupting, we feel like you're participating with what we're here to do. So let us know if you have anything we can pray for you for. Also, let us know you're here by typing in your chat box. Master Pastor Yoda's right. We don't know you're here unless you type. So if you type, just you don't even have to type a lot. You can just say, hi, hey, this is where I live. This is where I'm tuning in from. How about that? There you go. And we'll just give you a shout out because we love you. It's good. Good evening, Warren. Hey, buddy. Warren from Kingsville, Missouri. Bless you, buddy. Robin Woodard from Elizabethtown. Her and Otis, we love you. She says, happy Thursday evening rights. We love and bless you tonight. We love and bless you. That's right. Jeff Schwarzentruber from down the road, not even maybe quite two miles here in Shelbyville, Kentucky. He says, happy Thursday. Amen. And... Let's see who else was on. I've oh, yeah, Janice. Janice, hola, como esta? <laughs> Janice from Spring, Texas, sweet sister whom we love. MK just down the street with Jeff having decaf Lipton tea with a sprinkle of turmeric. Mm. Monica Masterson from Omaha, Nebraska. We love you, sweet sister. You You may live in Nebraska, but we know you root for Iowa. Mm. Mm. And Robin says, I'm liking the chicken hat patch, Melissa. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite patches that you've made so far. This is Peggy the chicken patch. Yeah. We have much to talk about where she's concerned. Yeah, we'll talk about her in a little well, or, well, used to be her. Yeah, we'll talk about him. <laughs> hey, there's our sweet sister friend, Sharon Ferguson Hi, Sharon. from Tecumseh, Kansas. Welcome. What a good time to see you. We haven't seen you in a while, so it's great to see your name, and we bless you and Richard. Yeah. All is well with us. Hope all is well with you. Absolutely. Monica says the first day on the new job was rough, but each day is getting better. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Sometimes it's hard. Change is hard. Yeah. Well, you know, change is good for a a lot of things. I mean, I know that there are many of us who change. You're just like, nope, no, I don't want to do it. Uh, But sometimes it's that change that gets us out of our comfort zone and helps us to learn and and obey and and, uh, discover new things, especially when the Lord is concerned in the middle of it. Yes, yes, yes. And we'll never die of boredom as long as we just keep changing, right? Yeah, that's it. That's it. So what's going on tonight, you guys? This is the unofficial kickoff to the weekend that really doesn't start till tomorrow. But hey, why not start early? Yeah, yeah, There's a bunch of stuff going on around here. The Luke Bryant Farm Tour concert is happening tonight in Shelby County, in Shelbyville. 
out at the, um, what's the name of the farm? Mulberry Orchard. Mulberry Orchard. And let yep. me tell you, I'm grateful to Missy Jersey for keeping us in the know so that we could get out in about early this morning so we could be home this afternoon and miss all the incoming traffic of over 15,000 people that are coming to that concert. Yeah. And then this evening, of course, we are happy to be coming from Old Seven Mile Pike Studio where we are meeting with you. Yeah. And if you're just tuning in, welcome. That's right. morning show at night. Well, you know, it's kind of a cool thing um, that Shelbyville was uh, considered as, well, as actually chosen for one of the spots for Luke Bryan to do. He has, according to the web, six shows on his farm tour 2023. So Shelbyville is one of six concerts. Uh, the first, oh, it says right here, first show taking place in Shelbyville, Kentucky at Mulberry That's Orchard. exciting. Yeah. Uh, they're they're promoting a lot of different things, uh, healthcare, nutrition uh, in rural communities, and really kind of uh, addressing those issues and helping people with that. Um, and I think, oh, the here's to the farmer campaign good. is uh, health for all and hunger for none. It's a, it's a good thing. Hey, all right, good yeah. for you. I don't really. I have to be honest with you guys. I, I don't name, really know who that is. I couldn't name one. I, of, know, I know he's a yep. country music star, he's but other than popular. that, I don't know. I mean, hey, yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell you one of his songs, but I bet you a, a Janice. Maybe Janice. No, Janice, I don't know. I, well, she's pretty cool, so yeah, probably. She probably does. Yeah. Anyways, so what's going on, you guys? I'd love to hear what is, a, first of all, we're coming to you an hour early. Did anybody yeah. notice that? Yeah. It's not late. I'm not falling asleep on you. I'm not <laughs> tired yet. It was purely for that reason alone. Honestly. If only, if only it was for just to be here I know that you did earlier. it for me. And I am <laughs> grateful because I do have, like, I, I do go to bed early because I get up early typically. And so. <laughs> well, and our friends in the central time zone, they've probably finished their dinner. So it's seven, you know, seven o'clock at yeah. night. So that's a, it's a good easy start it's time. It's a good time to catch up with you all, isn't it? Don't you think? You I guys think told us. We asked good. you and you said it was okay to do this. So Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fall is on the way. It's, it's been really nice here. I don't know what it's been like. Now, Janice, you're down in Houston, Texas area. It's probably still been hot. I hope that they have uh, a little cool man, Yeah, they should. It's been really nice last several days and evenings, nights yeah. specifically. Wasn't it supposed to be like 49 for the low last night or something? I do not remember. I do know that we've been sleeping with the window open. It <laughs> smells yeah. fabulous. I absolutely love fresh air, especially while we sleep. And so... Um, I don't know if the dogs love it as much as I do. <laughs> they just crawl under the blankets. But anyway. I don't so care. I do, I do like sleeping with the windows open. Yeah. So we have been, and the days have been so pleasant. We've spent a ton of time outside in the chicken coop in the hen house, spending time with the girls. And we have many, many chicken updates for you all. And Janice says, I listen to worship music. I, I, I missed the name. Yeah, same Luke here. Luke Bryan. His name is Luke Bryan. And, um, yeah, it was beautiful here today, MK. You are totally correct. Yeah. Yep. Even when it was raining on and off the other day, we were outside with the chickens and just kind of enjoying our time out there. And really, um, you guys, (laughs) it's, it's not always super cheap, but it is good therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to that. Warren gets up at 3 a.m., so earlier is better for him as well. There you go. Yeah. I don't get up quite that early, but... I do get up before the sun. Sometimes I get up that early and then You've I go back to sleep. You've been getting up early to go open the girls' doors so they can come out at sun. For the up. chickens, yeah, yep. and to make sure they got the food and the water yep. and stuff. Yeah. So it's been it's been good. It's, they are good therapy. They aren't they? Yeah. And Terry has chosen a favorite, and he declared it to the whole hen house tonight. And I was like, <laughs> you can't just say that in front of all of them. Yeah, I mean, you can't I think tell you can. one. 
they're your very favorite, and then the other 24 hear that. You it's know? not like kids, you know. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think. I, I may be wrong. I may be proven wrong later, but they're probably not going to express any discontent toward what I, you know, said. No, my, maybe not. Yeah, because I'll tell you, Jeff, my favorite is was Queenie. Queenie. Right? And Jeff named her, first yes. of all. She's very regal. She is a French black copper moran. And so we have five of them. And they are very regal because they have a copper ring that's developing around their neck. It started yeah. in their chest. It's, it's like a, and so like they a have, piece. Yeah, it is you know, a, it's all feathery colors. and They're literally gorgeous. And uh, Pastor Rick Grable named one of them Scarlet. Yeah. And Jeff named the other one Queenie. She's yeah. the most regal. But as Queenie has grown a little more, Queenie, like Peggy, uh, has developed a, a really big comb on top of her head. Let's just and put it this way. One spurs. of these things is not like the others. Spurs on their heel. And that means it's not a hen. We've got two roosters. It's Peggy, a rooster. Peggy is Big Phil and or Big <laughs> Pete. We can't decide which one we're calling it. Yeah. But Peggy yeah. is not a girl. She's a rooster. I was kind of liking the name Brewster. Brewster, uh, Rooster, you know. And but, then Queenie. Uh, but Queenie, we, yeah. We, we are super sad about because we really love her and her name. But she is Kingston. Kingston. And Kingston is my favorite. Because Kingston will eat out of my hand. He, he comes will over at, come over and, and stand waits by at you. your feet mm-hmm. for you to pick him yep, up. Yep, And so I think me and Kingston are going to get along just fine. And, and I'm glad that it's a rooster because that will help us, as you have said, yep. with keeping them kind of tamed down a little bit. We got to have a rooster and, um, or two in there. And yeah. we do. And then Peggy was always a little aggressive. In fact, both of these birds showed tendencies of being roosters. But because we bought all what are called pullets, which are females. Um, and they they don't get it 100% right. They tell you that yeah. all the time. It's not a big shock. And I'm actually happy about it because I was going to have to get a couple roosters. Yeah, yeah. We didn't, yeah, we talked about that, about them growing up with the girls. And so that's kind of a good thing. You're not bringing them in from some other flock somewhere or... Yeah. Or something that way. And also, um, we thought that, I mean, he, we named a patch after Peggy. Peggy was always the biggest. Peggy was always keeping everybody in line. Peggy was always pecking. So we called her Peggy. <laughs> but that's why Peggy was pecking, because, because Peggy is Phil. Pete. Pete. Phil. We don't know. <laughs> and so here's what we do know. He is he is uh, pretty, pretty brave. Uh, I would say aggressive. Yeah. And so every time we go, that's right. Yeah. That's right, Robin. Yeah, we did. We did once. So roosters. every time we go in there now, we make it a habit to pick up those roosters and put them under our arm or lo- really love on them, grab them, hold them down, love them because I don't want them to be so aggressive. Yeah. Um, now I will tell you, Kingston is not, he is brave, yeah. but he is, uh, he's just a sweetie. But Peggy is a jerk. Well, and so we're working we're working on that. Okay. Well, and the thing about Phil, Pete, whatever Phil. his name is, Big Phil. Okay, we'll just settle it, Big Phil. The thing about Big Phil is after we'd installed the ramp going up into the hen house, at night before we get out there, we didn't have a door on it. Okay. And so I just got a door built uh, yesterday, day before, a couple days ago, I guess. Now we've had it. And uh, we're, we're leaving it propped open so they could all go inside and get trained now to go inside. Now we have inside. a closed system. So nothing can get in the pen or the right, hen house and right. they can't get out. But we wanted a little extra protection. So yeah. go ahead. I'm sorry. So when I would go out to check on the girls and just make sure everybody was inside, because the first several nights after we had the new hen house, they wouldn't go inside. They didn't know. We so had to yeah, pick them up and put them in there. You 25 know? chickens 25, we had to pick one, up and put two, inside. You know, all the way to 25. <laughs> and then after about the fourth night, I think, they started to figure it out and went in on their own. And we still didn't have a door. But Peggy, 
Phil, Big Phil, was sitting on the ramp inside the doorway looking outward. She, has, she, he, has been protecting the flock from yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And so if we had paid attention to the behavior, we would have caught it. But yeah. when when we came out one day and, and well, he didn't look like the others. He's much bigger. His legs <laughs> are is. very thick. Oh, they're, he's they're got huge. very big spurs mm-hmm. and he's got quite a comb. He's very regal. He's got black skin, black eyes, and black feather. They are called black onyx. They are yeah. called Mystic Onyx, and they are cool. black. So anyways, he is quite a fellow, and so he's kind of a jerk, so we're trying to tame him down and make sure that he keeps it uh, ruly. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, let's jump over to the chat box. Sarah Sarah Niddle from Topeka, Kansas. Hey, Sweet Sarah. sister. Her mom had quadruple bypass, and we prayed for her this yes, week. Yes, we She's did. doing amazing. Praise the Lord. She's being discharged tomorrow. That's Father, so cool. we just thank you for your your hand of healing. You are the great physician, and we honor you. We give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Did you did you say the thing about Janice? Uh, said that it's cooled down in Texas finally? Oh, no, I missed that yeah. one. I'm so glad, Janice, because I know you guys have just been sweltering yeah. down there. Yep. So, okay, um, it's about to happen again. Um, Hurricane Lee has been quite a storm. It is a very large, significant storm. That is a hurricane that's taking up so much space and it's actually going to hit landfall in Maine, the Maine area. Mm. So the New England area is going to probably be pelted. Um, Now there's already going to be large tides, rip tides coming in probably from I think they said the Carolinas on up are going to notice that maybe even down in, in Florida and Georgia but what we're seeing is in we're in the peak of hurricane season mm-hmm. and so it is going to make landfall so do we have any new england folks on tonight boy we just want you to know we're praying for you all we're praying for you all there's supposed to be really high winds but really severe flooding because this is such a large storm it's carrying a lot of water with it how do i know this you ask i'll tell you how i know this i am not a meteorologist but i follow one i stayed at a holiday Inn express once also <laughs> And so we follow Ryan Hall, y'all, on YouTube. Do you guys know about Ryan Hall? Are you all following him? This is how you stay up to date with severe weather, with current temperatures, with current weather in your area. Ryan Hall is on YouTube. He's not on some TV channel. He's on YouTube. You go find him, follow him, and he will keep you informed. His name is Ryan Hall, y'all. Go subscribe to him and hit the bell for notifications. He goes live when there's severe weather all over the country. So no matter where you live, he's going to be your guy to go to. Yeah. He's accurate. He's good. He's fun. He educates. Yeah. And and we've said it many times, speaks in a way that the rest of us can understand. Yeah. You know, whereas a lot of times with your weather, you just, they'll tell you the detail, you know, the, the, the bare facts, it's going to get hot. Here's the temperature. But he, Ryan really goes into, well, here's why what's happening. You may remember a few episodes ago, we had uh, that storm system that was rotating around the United States and he called it the ring of fire and uh, (laughs) had the, uh, the, the maps to show how everything was rotating around, you know, and why it was producing major storms so um I, li- I like how he tells the weather it's really good so speaking of weather i said fall is on the way temperatures are changing uh we're noticing not only the temperatures but also in the stores the smells are changing and the flavors are starting to uh, make themselves more prevalent 
Um, as far something as something bad happened today. I mean, you're so you're you're so you know relaxed and laid back about it, but I cannot be trusted at Tractor Supply, and they have. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot be trusted there. No, I did mean? not get enough. First of all. Every time I go, I want more chickens, which is ridiculous. Oh, they have the cutest baby little little baby chicks. But, I they, mean, they have baby. They have baby breeds. If you all know what a bantam is, it's a small breed. Right now, we have five breeds that are large breed chickens. In fact, we have Brahmas, and and Black Onyx, and both of those in Orpingtons. They're all big. The only big chicken we don't have right now is a Jersey Giant. But when Terry's not watching, I'm likely to get some of those also. <laughs> but I do like the baby breeds. They they lay a smaller egg, but they are so friendly. They're tent. They tend to be really good pets but you know what they had there they had easter eggers and easter eggers are going to lay really beautiful pinkish and, and lavender lilac colored eggs cool sometimes like americanas they'll lay teal eggs and i thought oh, i just maybe need me some of them but i didn't give in to the chicken desire but then i walked over and we saw the scents terry's talking about the fall scents are out at tractor supply you guys their candles and their max wax melt smells so good yeah and so i got a really beautiful harvest blend it's it's an apple and apple pear. crisp or not apple crisp it's a crisp apple honey crisp honey crisp and, and pear what, and, and pear and mm. It's a really good smell. And then I have to get some mold cider, which yes. smells like cinnamon apple. Now, this is a melting wax, um, those cubes, and we haven't we haven't had any melting wax wax melters for a, quite quite a few years. No, because we've lived on the road. That's not something we can have. So just quite frankly, we found a really cool melter. We found two, and we got one for some very special friends of ours as a gift. So I don't want to blow that one. I'll just keep my mouth shut <laughs> on that one. And then we got one that suits our home really well. Um, it's a canning jar. It's a canning jar. It looks really cool. Wax melter. Anyways, the smell is out of this world. So the house is starting to smell a little bit like fall. Yeah. And we've got a new wreath on the front door. We're slowly getting the fall decorations out and letting them sort of take over. I almost have more fall decorations than I do Christmas. That's probably like a lot of people. I mean, do you find... I? What do you have? Do you have uh, do you have a storage area where you have to go and dig through and have everything? Like I've got all the fall stuff over here. I got all of the other uh, other things over here. Is that and working? This thing yeah, on? Yeah. And uh, you all are so, so quiet it's, tonight. So it's so I want to know. Do you guys uh, do you stock up for the seasons and then break it all out? We know Christmas. Everybody starts to kind of do that. Some people do it around Thanksgiving. Some earlier but when do you start bringing out the fall stuff right about now mm -hmm. have you started at your place mm -hmm. let us know yeah some people i know like our friend brooke she opens up on september 1st with her fall stuff she doesn't even care if it's 105 degrees outside <laughs> and yeah. so, and i i'm honestly by this time of the year i'm so ready for fall weather i think i'll just push it in if i set my decorations up <laughs> <laughs> but we did get, we did, uh, we have found some good deals, haven't yeah, we? We yeah. got 60% off a really beautiful fall wreath. And I don't think we got any of the stuff we got today on sale. And I am not to be trusted at that store. Terry is going to have to leave me home. We, <laughs> we went for chicken feed and a few other things for the coop in the barn. Uh, we did not go for what I got, but we didn't go for decorations and scents and well, all that you, stuff. Well, you knew you was already going to get double biscuits. That so. place is a trap. <laughs> 
<laughs> I well, love it though. <laughs> well, and we had to get the peanuts, you know, so you get some. Oh, some now you're just going to tell peanuts. all our secrets. Well, yes, and the Halloween candy, the candy corn, right? Who do you guys like candy corn or are you like, ugh, I can't stand well, the flavor? Well, everybody's corn. got a real strong opinion on this because this is our second year of doing the, the Good Morning Show, and you guys have let us know in the last year some of you all just do not like candy corn. Yeah. And Terry and I both do like candy corn. Well, and we got the regular candy corn and then the candy corn that has the little chocolate stripe on it too. So, which tastes just like the what other are you stuff. Do? Yeah. <laughs> I don't just, notice the difference. You know, somebody funny kids are like, oh, the white tastes different than the orange. And, and no, it doesn't. Uh, it all tastes it's, the and, same. And we like to mix it with peanuts. Yes. So we like, we like, is, I'm this, sure thing that probably going? Started. is this thing working? Are you all here tonight? Because you guys have been so quiet for so long. I'm afraid our thing isn't maybe running. We're, maybe we're putting them to sleep. We got to put a little bit of up tempo no, music. No, MK said she likes the music. Well, I know. There yeah. we go. There all we right. go. So, see. All right. Okay. MK says, I love candy corn. And Sharon says, yuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she so does we're not. 50 50 right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's probably pretty typical. <laughs> You know, well, and I don't know where that trend started or that uh, recipe or that idea of mixing the sweet and the salty and the, you know, the, the candy mm-hmm. corn. Uh, but, but Robin says, you're right. The caramel apple candy corn. That it's is good, good too. Stuff. We've, we've gotten that too. Um, my mom always did that when, from the time I was young on up. So I yeah. don't know wherever she heard it, but she started doing that before the internet was around. <laughs> it probably so, started in the back of some cookbook or on the back knows? of a package. Who you knows? Know. Um, uh, Jana says, I like candy corn mixed with peanuts. Good for you. you and go. Otis says, I hear you. See, this is good stuff. So you he go. says he can hear. The audio's coming through fine. Oh. What he's telling you. Thank you, Otis. Sorry. Yeah. I'm slow on the Hey, end. Otis. Man, tonight, what well, when we were at the store earlier, we bought some um, clearance bread stuff, the sliced stuff, Just real thin slices. Just going to tell all our business, no, aren't you? Yeah, because this is, this is where it's going. That Vermont maple sugar that y'all gave us, that is the best stuff ever. And uh, especially when you put a little 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 circle of bread in the toaster oven, or the um, what do you call it, air fryer, and some butter, and man, oh man, that Vermont maple sugar. Thank you. I'm saying good. thank it, you. It was good for sharing it with us. <laughs> it was good. We didn't we didn't really eat a proper supper tonight because we just weren't. We ate lunch at like three thirty. Yeah. So yeah, cause we were trying to beat the traffic yeah. pattern that was going to be coming through town for the yeah. concert. So we just had a couple couple little things. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. anyway, it was good. And yeah. um, Baylor likes that because she thinks it tastes like French toast. It does. Mm-hmm. It makes it taste good. It and is she real likes nice. that French it toast. It is real nice. Uh, what is it? Um, the, the cinnamon, cereal cinnamon, cinnamon toast, toast crunch. crunch yeah there you go so good stuff well since we're already on this train and talking about stuff that's full of decadence and uh, calories today today this nonsense national cream filled donut day oh my goodness sakes they got they got if everything. you didn't know and you 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 still have time you could I mean, take a rain check do it tomorrow right but national cream filled donut day um think about this they come in so many varieties i mean if you're not a fan of fillings in your pastries consider trying some of these latest flavors not only have the bakeries become creative with their fillings but they've also branched out with their toppings too and like some of the top favorites let's see if if any of these are your guys's favorites uh for a cream filled donut no particular order boston cream a lot of people like Boston cream. I like Bavarian cream as well. Uh, chocolate cream, lemon cream. They can put lemon cream in them. Uh, a custard or a caramel cream. Mm. Some have even done strawberry cream. Yeah. Uh, vanilla, peanut butter cream. Yeah, I don't like that. Yeah, you know, the peanut butter, we've had those as well. 
Uh, fluffernutter cream? No. Yeah, I've never had that. That's peanut butter mixed with marshmallow. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I think I'd like this one. An orange vanilla cream? I don't know. That might be good. Or Nutella. I'm down with Nutella. Can you put some Nutella in there yeah. for me, please? That might be pretty good. Uh, there's also, uh, let's see, what are the other maple, kinds? Uh, maple icing makes me happy, but I've never had maple cream inside a donut. No, for frosting, yes, but and I've never had it inside like either. either. Uh, an espresso cream? Yeah. That I, sounds pretty you good. You know I'd like that. And the very last one on the list there coconut can never be wrong it can never go wrong now if this list doesn't make you want to go out and get you some hold on a minute because there's some people they like it or they don't they add bacon crumbles to the maple maple cream no yeah uh if you order an espresso cream you can ask for a hazelnut drizzle now see that sounds good yeah yeah mary Kay likes hazelnut and others of course if you're in that uh fall kind of mind uh you can sprinkle it with pumpkin spice and sugar uh orange vanilla cream makes an excellent dessert when you top it with some vanilla ice cream i mean who wants ice cream and donuts right yeah we're gonna go in we're gonna go all in now listen sharon and richard make donuts they have a mini donut right uh, and she uh, says they serve maple trailer bacon. and i bet you guys sell a lot of that i love there, maple there bacon. is a local place here called nords mm. and they are done not far from the church and their claim to fame is maple bacon long johns and oh, brother when whenever we get those it's crispy bacon i have to cut those things up because everybody eats them so fast yeah they they are a popular thing i bet you all do real well with that flavor well otis says he likes chocolate frosted he's they're the best ones mm. you know but you can always i mean you can get all different kinds of stuff how about this one um when it comes to marshmallow cream they said the obvious toppings are chocolate and graham cracker crumbs to make you like a s'more donut yeah. didn't they do that for Probably, Krispy Kreme for that for the specialty because ones? i'm not a fan of marshmallow yeah sharon so. says the, the maple bacons are big sellers oh i bet them. they are yeah i bet they are but janice says yeah just give me plain old glaze you know um i like a warm Krispy cream plain i think mm-hmm. those are the yeah, best they I melt still in your do. mouth Hey, also, Jeff says he likes candy corn, and here's a trivia question. What famous movie character was eating candy corn in a movie? Candy corn in a movie. Hmm. Uh, I bet y'all, after you say it, I'll be like, of course. Well, well, probably so, yeah. I, I don't mean, know, Jeff. You'll have to give us the answer to that, because well, I can't think. I can't think of one. Well, well, and then, uh, let's see, I saw another comment there that was about the candy corn, or did we get the Mary Kay? MK likes it with, with peanuts, peanuts right? yeah, yeah. And um, Warren says, I'm probably a creature of habit, but raspberry for me. Now, see, um, Terry likes lemon and raspberry filling in the donuts really good. Yeah, um, yeah. One thing that's real popular around here is apple pie filling mm, in the do- yes. in the Krispy Kreme donuts yes, or the donuts. Good. Those are good. Uh, Otis was we, he was replying about the uh, the maple sugar. He said, "Glad we like it. Sprinkle some on your candy corn, and even it might taste good." <laughs> so I guess if you don't like candy corn, sprinkle some of that on there. Is that what you're saying? Norman Bates and oh, Psycho. Okay. All right. Oh. See, it's been many years since I even thought of that and saw it. Wow. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. So listen. The 1960, listen. not the remake. So here's the here's the truth. I, you guys know I like donuts. But for some reason, I don't really go much for the filled ones. I don't know why that is. Now, our Baylor loves birthday cake filled. The cream right. inside the birthday cake donut, that's her favorite yes. of all time. And she she does like the filled ones. I don't particularly care for the filled ones. Isn't that weird? I, yeah, I mean, everybody just kind of has a preference. But everybody you're right, those apple-filled ones, those are really good. Now, I will tell you that for, for a like, three-day period, they did what... Oh, it was the last taste of summer, and they made 
their original oh, yeah. in strawberry glaze. So it was like their original, but there was a glaze in strawberry and it was even pink. And let me tell you something, <laughs> it was outstanding. Yeah. Yes, yes, it was. It was it so was. good. It was real good. I typically like a sour cream cake donut. I pr- I, I'm pretty, I just... Yep. I guess I'm like Janice. I'm pretty plain Jane, though. That's all right. Or plain anyway. Janice. Yeah. Plain Janice. Yeah. So, so National Donut Day today. National Cream Filled Donut Day today. And we always like to get you set up for tomorrow since we won't see you tomorrow, but we'll see you on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And tomorrow, actually, is uh, National POWMIA, Prisoners of War, Missing in Action Recognition Day. It's the third Friday in September. You think that we talk about this enough uh, as a people, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think we do either. No, I, I, think I think we think used to talk forgotten. about this more than yep. we do now. I think we've forgotten how many men and women we lost yeah. in our, whether it was a war or whether it was a, what do they call it when it wasn't a war, but it was a. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, um, not a skirmish, but yeah. something like that. Mm-hmm. And we've lost, we've lost a lot of great people. Yeah. And I think we ought to honor them more than we do. Well, so I honor this. Yes. Day. It's the third Friday in September. Um, and every year since 1989, a presidential proclamation brings the nation together to remember and honor the members of the armed forces who remain missing in action or are prisoners of war. Uh, the day serves as a call to action, reminding the nation to rededicate our efforts. So you, you see, we need it. We need to be reminded. Mm-hmm. And Congress actually established this uh, recognition day with the passage of Section 1082. Not that that's important here, but in the uh, 1998 Defense Authorization Act. And it's one of the six days that federal law requires government facilities to fly the familiar black and white POWMIA flag. And uh, it's flown this day over significant uh, landmarks, government buildings, the Capitol, the White House, Korean and Vietnam Veterans Memorials fly the flag, um, the offices of the Secretary of State, Defense and Veterans Affairs, and the Selective Service System. And additionally, they are on grounds or in the lobbies of every major military installation, post office, and all VA medical centers and national cemeteries. Thank you for your service to our country, men and women, and we bless you. We honor you. Absolutely. Also, Jeff says blueberry cake donuts for him, and that is the truth. Mm -hmm. I love love cake donuts, and I like blueberry. Yes. My favorite one is actually cherry, cake donuts with cherry icing. You don't Mm -hmm. hardly can't find them anywhere. Yeah. Uh, Circle K in North Carolina, and Archdale, North Carolina had them. That's right. That's right. They were real good, too. But because they're something I like real good. Um, I've been spending time over the years trying to perfect a, a recipe for cherry cake donuts. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. not bad, is it? It's no, not It's not perfected it's, it's, it's yet. It's pretty good. It's not perfected yet. In addition to POW Day tomorrow. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's okay. I've got one more and we just have to mention it. How about this? National Double Cheeseburger Day. Not not just regular hamburger or cheeseburger it's day. It's the double cheeseburger day. Because regular cheeseburger now, aren't Excuse they doing the something 18th. at McDonald's tomorrow that we saw? McDonald's, yep. And tomorrow then, for yep. double cheeseburgers. Yep. 50 cents. 50 is that what you heard? Cents. Yeah, 50 cents 50 is what cent I read. double cheeseburger. And then next week, they're uh, having a Wendy's, national hamburger day. Wendy's has got them for a cent. The junior bacon double, or the junior bacon cheeseburger next week at yes. week, 18th through the 22nd wow. is for one penny. Now, you know those lines are going to be outrageous. Oh, yeah. They're going to be crazy. Good luck on getting one of those. So, so how do you like your hamburgers? 
well done. Yep. Right? No pink. No. In the middle. No. Some people like a little more pink in the I middle. I don't like any like of Like a medium rare or a, uh-uh. I don't ever do anything rare anymore. You know, that's crazy. But uh, uh, medium well a lot of times. Um, no. And um, some people just like the regular old ketchup, mustard, and pickles, and onions, and lettuce. So. I like it full dress like yeah. that. But I also like a little mayonnaise, like yeah, I, see, Duke. I like Duke. I'm, I'm like you. I, and sometimes I won't do the ketchup and only do mayonnaise, mustard, pickle, yeah, and onion. I like that, too. I like because that, too. Because the ketchup sweetens it up a little too much, depending on what you got. So Well, and I'm know. not a huge ketchup fan for some reason. I love tomatoes, and I love tomato products, but I've never been a huge fan of ketchup. Never. Yeah. So, you know, but, it kind of, it, to but each I don't their mind own, it. right? A full dress, I'll, I mean, I'll take it. And, and uh, man, I just really like a good cheeseburger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so um, Otis Jeff says blueberry cake donuts. Did you already get that? Yeah, one? and yep. also um, Otis says he likes his medium rare. Gross. <laughs> I don't like any of my meat with pink. I, I was have... gonna say leave it to Otis, man. Yeah. <laughs> He's living on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, he said uh, the that Robin said a police action is one name for uh, the events uh, that that occur that are not a war or a skirmish. No, I was thinking of another. There is another word that I'm thinking Jeff, of. Jeff, your brother was involved in a something that wasn't really a war, but uh, mm, we'll get to it. Yeah. And then um, yeah. Robin uh, likes it pink, too. Yeah. Pinker the better. Yeah. Okay. Jeff says hamburgers medium well, steaks medium rare. Okay. Well. Yeah, and and in Mary Case is a well done burger, no pink. She's along. She agrees right there with you. Yeah, um, there's some there's some folks that are really offended at how I order a piece of meat to the point where <laughs> I have gotten I have gotten some heavy criticism. Yeah, about my beef jerky choices is what I've been told. But, <laughs> beef jerky. <laughs> you know, I enjoy it. it. To me, it tastes delicious. So, and I feel like I'm you know safe and happy and. To each his own, right? Yeah, well. It isn't, listen, it isn't going to matter in eternity. No. Okay? No, it's not. It won't. You may meet your maker sooner than I will because <laughs> you never know what's growing in that, but that's <laughs> that's okay. But um, here's what I know. It isn't going to matter in eternity, so if we disagree on how we eat our meat, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of eternity, I think maybe we ought to go this use this for a little jump into uh, the word for our day. And after that, we're going to take a look at some of these uh, secrets uh, about some famous U.S. landmarks. So you want to stick around for that as well. But for our word for the day, where are we going to? You know, I've really hesitated about this. Uh-huh. I, I've really I've been in John 17 myself. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is the high priestly prayer. Can I just read a little bit of this? John 17? John 17. One one through who knows. Let's just see what happens. How about if I just read the word for a little bit? We'll see what comes. The word of the Lord in John chapter 17 says, These things Jesus spoke, and lifting up his eyes to heaven, he said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify thy son that thy son may glorify thee even as thou hast given him authority over all mankind that to all whom thou hast given him he may have give eternal life and this is eternal life that they may know you the only true god and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent, I glorified you on the earth, having accomplished the work with which you have given me to do. And now 
glorify yourself in me together, Father, with the glory that I had with you before the world. I manifested your name to men whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours and you gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they have come to know that everything you have given me is from you. For the words which you gave me, I have given to them and they received them and truly understood that I came forth from you and they believed that you did send me. Now I ask on their behalf, I do not ask on behalf of the world, but of those whom you have given me, for they are yours, and all the things that are mine are yours, and yours are mine, and I have been glorified in them, and I am no more in the world, and yet they themselves are in the world. I come to you, Holy Father, keep them in your name, the name which you have given me, that not that they may not one excuse me that they may be one even as we are one for while i was with them i was keeping them in your name which you have given me and i guarded them not one of them perished but the son of perdition that the scripture might be fulfilled listen i'm reading 1 through 12 in chapter 17 and i read it for a reason this is a prayer between jesus and the father for you this is jesus at the end of his life knowing that he is about to be crucified knowing that he is about to be taken into custody and lose his life and take sin upon himself he doesn't know what that looks like he doesn't know what it's going to be like because he is a sinless being he is a perfect son and here he is talking to his father in his last hours and his prayer is for his followers his sons his daughters his disciples which comes all the way down through time to you and to me and in the end of his life he's praying this high priestly prayer on our behalf he is the intercessor he is making petition for you and for me and it's so important to hear what he's saying he's saying everything that you've given to me i'm giving to them that they can be one with you the way you and i are one and they can be one with me all of this oneness all of this together it breaks down any separation that has been between us we couldn't get to a holy god there had to be a, a way made a bridge provided jesus is that way he's the only way and here he is praying that we understand that we get it that this oneness becomes ours that we don't shrink back that we don't settle for less and that even though just like him we are in the world we're not of the world that we aren't overcome by the world, that we're not overcome by the evil one in the world. I love that this is his heart at the end of his life, is that he always kept his focus, never losing sight, that he's standing in the gap for humankind. But it's so personal. It's so personal. He didn't have to pray for us. He didn't have to pray for the disciples. But my word how much he loves us that he would do this that he would speak to the father on our behalf and he's still doing it today right now at the right hand of the father 
many of these verses are sticking out to me tonight as I have read them. But can I just say this last one that's just really precious to me right now is he said, while I was with them, I kept them. I didn't lose one. Not one disciple lost his life. Not one disciple fell away except for one, which was Judas, the son of perdition. And that had to happen to fulfill scripture. But Jesus knew what he was doing. He was keeping, he was guarding like a shepherd guards the flock of sheep. It's so important right now. The Lord has been speaking this verse specifically to my heart all week. And I never took the time to look up where it was. And today in my reading, I found it. It just came to me. And I'm honored to be an under shepherd. I'm honored that that we get to be in this role that the Lord has called us to. But Jesus is such a beautiful example of always guarding the flock, always being aware of where every single sheep is, every single sheep. He doesn't lose track of one sheep. And when he does, I'll tell you what he does. He makes sure the others are safe and goes after the one. He doesn't, he doesn't take to losing sheep. He, he goes after the one that has strayed into the brambles, that has lost their way, that has fallen back from the flock. He did it then, and he does it now. And so I'm truly moved by this, this high priestly prayer that Jesus is praying for the disciples and for us in John 17. Lord, I thank you tonight for your intercession for us. I thank you, Jesus, that you didn't just save us, but Lord, you're making a plea on our behalf that we would get it, that we would understand it, that we would be able to abide in you and one with the Father and the Father in us. You still make a way. And you don't want any of us to miss all that you have. You don't want any of us to miss. You don't want us to get into heaven by the skin of our teeth. You want us to live in the fullness of the kingdom now. And Lord, you're praying that for us. And so, Lord, we honor you. We thank you, Jesus. We want to we live up to your expectation. We can't do that without your help. But, Lord, we want to. We love you tonight, Jesus. And we thank you. And we pray this in your name. Amen. There's your word for the day. That's good. You know, a lot of people think that we have to wait until we get to heaven to start living the life that uh, the Lord has provided freedom for us and uh, relationship and all those things. And uh, it's interesting how when we put it into perspective that he wants us to have that now. You know, I think sometimes I used to think this because I think we talked about it a lot in the American church maybe not so much now but it used to be a thing where christians really just i mean you got saved and then you kind of dug a hole and you sat Mm. in the hole and you're like here i am lord come get me yeah come lord jesus come take me out of the world and it's like that's selfish that's not what he made us new for that's not what he brought salvation for he didn't redeem us to wait for him to come save us and and rescue us he wants us to be his hands and feet he wants to move and save and he wants to minister to the sick right health he wants to bring not just physically but spiritually he wants to bring transformation he wants to do so many things and you know he isn't in a physical body anymore he's at the right hand of the father so he uses his body the bride the church and if we're not usable if we're hiding and waiting to be rescued we have to be in a place where we're usable and i want to be useful for his kingdom 
That's right. And so I have to be, I have to understand that his kingdom is now. He said that in his prayer, right? And he taught us how to pray. He said, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven, as it is in heaven. Here it is in Louisville. We're praying thy kingdom come here in Louisville as it is in heaven, right? Right. There you go. That's good. That's all I got. Lynn, uh, Lynn Housel, welcome, welcome, welcome. She says that the Lord went after her after 20 years, and I thank him every day for bringing me back into the flock. How I love my shepherd's voice. Amen, me too. Yeah. yeah Not yeah. unlike how a good soldier looks after his troops, too. How about a military conflict instead of a war? There it is. Yes. That's it. You got it, Otis. Hey, Carolyn. Good evening, Hi, sister. Carolyn. Bless you. Welcome. Happy to see you tonight. You know... I'm happy that the Lord cares. I'm happy that he loves me. But I don't want it to just stop there. You guys, we're really learning what it looks like to do this as a family, aren't we? Yeah. And and we don't have to settle. I mean, to settle for mediocrity. And yet we think that uh, we, we, get, we, we get to feeling guilty if we want just to be able to feel good about a relationship that we're having with the Lord. And thinking, oh, well, we're just supposed to suffer through everything. And that's that's not what he intended. Yeah. Yeah, use me. That's right, Lynn. I love that. I want to be useful. I heard an incredible message from Stuart Greaves about the definition of lukewarm and what it really meant at that time to the church of Laodicea. Do you remember that yep. message? Yep. And how lukewarm water is not useful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, hot water is helpful. Cold water is useful. Lukewarm water is not good for nothing. Yeah. And uh, that if we're lukewarm, come on, we're not useful for the kingdom of God. And lukewarm Christians get spewed out of the Lord's mouth. I'm not sure that means that we are making it to heaven. I'm not sure that we're even believers or can be classified Mm. as Christians if we're lukewarm. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I want to be useful and I love him and I'm grateful. Thanks for letting me share the word tonight. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, welcome to the good morning show at night. This is Thursday night live with Terry and Melissa. And we're glad you guys have taken some time out of your schedule, your evening schedule. We pushed it back an hour or ahead an hour. I'm not sure which one it was. We, We went an hour earlier. Let's say it that way so that we could spend a little time earlier before it gets too late uh, in your evening. And so we're glad that you've taken the time to do that with us. Uh, We've been talking about all kinds of stuff. So if you're just kind of getting in now, you want to go back and check out the beginning of it, you can find that on our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv, where you can find all of our previous episodes, like episode number 151, the one right before this one. It was our Monday morning motivation. It was also September 11th. And we talked about Patriot Day and uh, where we were on 9-11. A lot of people remembering those things and about what the day really remembering was. Not about the terror but about how there was a god in the midst of it all who was walking through every situation with everybody so true Amen. And, um, and then also we talked about on our national day calendars that on the 12th of september was national encouragement day national hug and high five day that was fun yeah did and you get to high five anybody i don't know i hugged some folks yeah i don't know, I don't know. That's, I don't remember that's good. that that would seem like forever we, we didn't have any chocolate milkshakes but it was national milkshake day uh, video games all that stuff but the word for your day came from proverbs 11 11 and that was really good. So you want to go back and check that out. And we finished off the last of our whinings. 
Southern pecan. Is that what it was? Sad day. The wine yes, is gone. Yes, our coffee. So, uh, and we're and we, about, I hate to tell you this, but we're about out of bones. Our yeah. latest bones order, too. <laughs> we got an old empty bag of bones, right? We do not just uh, order the stuff and look at it. We no, drink it up right. quick. And we also had some getting to know you questions, which were really good questions. Um, and uh, you can find this, like I said, in all of the other uh, episodes on our website. Just look for the blog link there, and uh, you'll be able to find any of the shows that you are interested in looking at. And in fact, you can even go back to last year's shows if you look on the sidebar there or at the bottom of the mobile app. And uh, you can go back and see what we were doing a year ago. It was hey, fun stuff. I know that you're getting here, but I'm anxious. Um, I want to know what six secrets of famous American landmarks are. I couldn't even hardly read that in the introduction. You got to give a girl a heads up. And well, I, I you, thought, you know, if you were sitting there, you might kind of look up from it, but I knew you were doing other things I Monica, didn't even get to tell you. Monica, what are you doing? You're bringing in a naughty word. She's not a fan of candy corn, kind of like peeps at Christmas. I do, Peeps are gross. Hey, I saw an Instagram reel the other day where they were making little s'mores in the little graham cracker mini pie tin, pie crusts, and they were putting Hershey's, you know, in the bottom of it. And then they were putting up peeps, like a, a Frankenstein or a ghost or a pumpkin for Halloween candies, and then putting them in the oven for a little bit and so they're making little s'more pies yeah, it was a great idea but if you don't like peeps uh, you'll be like i'm sorry i'm, I'm out of here not i'm a marshmallow done. fan but i know i know all right talk to me about these things okay um, first i'm um, comment about linda about lynn what she said and she said that we are uh, falling so deeply for this as, as good as it gets which is nothing but a lie talking about the life that we're living and just settling you know for for second best so this may step on some toes but somebody very near to me said perfection is is impossible christ likeness is impossible perfection and holiness is impossible on this earth but we are called to grow and mature toward it we are called with the lord's help to walk toward it closer ever getting closer to christ likeness whether we attain perfection until we're perfected or not is not the point we are called toward it so don't tell me well, why should we have to work toward Christ's likeness? We'll never attain it. I'll tell you why. Because the Lord told us to in his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you, that's the definition of success, obeying his word. That's the definition of success. Right, and right. if you don't believe me, look at Joshua chapter one. Yes, That's the definition of success. You yep. want something in the New Testament? I'll tell you, working toward Christ's likeness is how we love one another the way we love the Lord, where Jesus told us in John 15, John 14, a new command I give you, love one another as you have loved me and I have loved you, so Mm -hmm. you much love one another. And this is how all people are going to know you're my disciples if you love. That's right. And so that, that's, you'll know you by your love. That's success. It's, it's not the fact that you reach the goal of perfection. It's that you're working toward it. Yeah. Well, that's sorry. obedience. I'm sorry I took you down that path. Are you? Dragged you kicking and screaming? No, oh, not really. Oh, no, I'm happy about uh, it. Because you were wanting to know about these secrets of the famous American landmarks. And before we get to that, two comments. One point to remind us, Robin got a new coffee pot. And Otis says, what a difference it makes in the taste. You know, um, Jeff and MK just got a new coffee yes, maker also. Yes, and they it does said make a big it's, difference. It's humdinger. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, and then uh, Lynn says she's discovered a trick to use with her Java energy drinks. Using leftover coffee to freeze in ice cubes. I've seen that where people yeah. do that and then poured the salted caramel of the frozen coffee and topped with homemade cold foam. You guys, our I, our homemade iced coffee is so much better than anything we buy yeah. anywhere. Yeah, so when you all do it at home, I know it's got to be good. 
because it sure. is for us. For All sure. right, go ahead. Secrets. All right, secrets. These are now these. I say secrets, but they may not be a secret to some that you might be like, oh, oh. yeah, I heard about that. I oh. knew about this, but maybe not. You see, there are things like the Empire State Building. Did you know this about this? The secrets of famous U.S. landmarks. We're going to talk about the ones on the screen there right now. The first one is the Empire State Building has a secret 103rd floor. Oh. A secret floor. Um, and although the Empire State Building is advertised as having 102 floors, it's not quite the case because there's actually another floor that was originally constructed for building maintenance, but it now acts as an ultra-exclusive hotspot for the rich and the famous. And this is a view from it because unlike floor 102, which features a wraparound balcony and glass windows for an observation deck, Floor 103 is ultra thin with only a knee-high railing separating observers from the sky surrounding Ooh, that them. That makes my stomach drop mm, just thinking yeah. about it. Yeah. Well, here's that other room that we were talking about. There's an inside the building, there's a small room used for housing electrical equipment on the 103rd floor, but most celebrities like to stay on the balcony and enjoy the adrenaline-inducing photo op. Ugh. Look at that. Yeah, no, I don't enjoy that. <laughs> yep. I mean, I mean, check out this view right here. This is from the same location. All right. Look, you can see the whole city. All the buildings look so small My from up there. My goodness sakes. And, and look at the tiny people in this next picture. Down, straight down. Whoa. To the left there, you'll see there's people standing up. That's the observation deck. And that little, that little piece right there in the center. And there's people standing all around it. That's the glass wall where you get to go up to the 102nd floor and look around mm. and see the skyline of New York. So you're above all of no. those people. And they're tiny. I mean, looking from where they are. So it's not really like, oh, floor 102 and floor 103. They're like, you know, 16 feet or however they determine 12 feet or whatever apart. No, this is not the case in this wow. situation. And uh, so a lot of times uh, people just love to enjoy the view. Of course, there's the uh, memorial there and you can see the Statue of Liberty out in the um, in the harbor out there on the right side of our screen. Yeah. Uh, looks tiny compared Where's to the, the rest. Where's the 9-11 it's, it's the one right there in the middle, I believe. This is the... Uh, oh, 9-11 yeah. memorial? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah, I forget what they call it. It's, uh, mem it's Memorial Tower or something like that. Or oh. uh, anyway, so that's that's New York. Okay, so that's number one. That extra floor that you don't really hear about. Number two, did you know that there's a time capsule at the top of the St. Louis Arch? We drive through St. Louis on our way through to Kansas well, and back I've to been Kentucky. Up there. And you've been in I there. I rode the elevator mm -hmm. up there, yeah. and that thing sways in the wind up yeah. there. And it's supposed to because that's how it stays standing. Right, right. But when you're up there, I promise you, you don't care. Well, you, we I, always, I just wanted out of it. Remember coming into St. Louis, we always try to see who can see the arch first. Oh, you know, yeah. Baylor likes to play that game, you know, who can spot it. But it wasn't a secret when the arch was built. When, about this time capsule, but most people who visit the Gateway Arch don't know something that the workers know, and the, the citizens who were around in the 1960s remember. Uh, the piece of history at the top that provides a look back in time. Okay, and then they've got photos. They've got all kinds of different things about the construction of when it was being put together. And uh, this is uh, this is uh, in October 1965. They did they put this time capsule and they added it to the top of the arch. And you can see the you know all the 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 way people dress the 60s. You know, it's just really look at that camera that he's got with a flash yeah, bulb there, yeah. right? You're gonna get some good shots with that one. Um, this 1965. This was a little short video that they had at the time that showed some footage that someone brought back to the web of the final construction of the the uh, St. Louis Arch and that's they're getting ready to put the final pieces in 
And uh, you can see those guys standing up there working on the top of this tower like there's nothing, nothing, you know, no big deal. That triangle piece was the last piece, and that's where the time capsule was. And they're putting it in right there. Uh, no word on when they're going to open the time capsule, but I think that their hopes uh, were that, uh, you know, maybe somebody many years from now will be uh, able to, uh, to find that and, uh, you know, check it out the contents aren't exactly major it says the capsule is permanently welded to the arch so it will remain intact as long as the arch stands yes but the contents they don't know exactly all of the relics that are in it but they're uh, they've got uh, signatures of more than 700,000 citizens of St. Louis hmm. many of them were school children at the time wow. so yeah it is welded in there so uh, that is uh, a good thing that they're probably not going to have to take that down in a while so the wow. next one, we've been to this building. Yep. All right. We stopped in there when we were on our layover in New York, it's of course. It's awesome. Grand Central Station. What a lot of people may not know uh, from our experience, some people do know about you can get some of the best cheesecake in New York, New York style cheesecake in the uh, lower basement. level. Yes, the lower level. The desserts in the basement are outstanding. Yes. Um, Magnolia Bakeries is down there. Yes. And their cupcakes and cheesecake are out of the Our world. friend Michelle told us about that, didn't Michelle she? Michelle Gustin. Mm -hmm. Yep. So, so this is not the secret. The secret is not about the cheesecake in the basement. About a million people pass through Grand Central Terminal every day, but almost nobody knows about the tennis club that exists above their heads. Can you imagine? There's nope. a tennis club in there. This photo here, this was around 1915, and this tennis club was founded in the 1960s by a wealthy Hungarian immigrant. Uh, the tennis club consisted of two simple clay courts and existed for the public to enjoy while waiting for their ride. And it's called the Vanderbilt Tennis Club. It's a full regulation size tennis court in a little known space called the Annex, and it's accessible to the public as long as you can get a reservation. Now, here's a funny, uh, interesting thing about this. It was originally stalled by this Hungarian immigrant, right? Uh, it was taken over by Donald Trump in the 80s when he was buying, re buying real estate. He, he brought the likes of John McEnroe and the Williams sisters onto the clay courts there, and they stayed under his control until 2009 when they were renovated and reopened to the public. And the facility includes a practice court, uh, two uh, practice lanes, uh, and a gym. And prices aren't cheap, but you can find an online deal. Uh, you can just look up uh, VanderbiltTennisClub.com, and uh, that should take you right there, and you can wow. find out about it. So there's a tennis court in the uh, up in the annex, in the like the attic, so to speak, of Grand Central Station. The next one here on the list is that there is a cave beneath the Lincoln Memorial. Really? Most people who visit the Lincoln Memorial spend all of their investigative energy trying to find the famous typo that's carved into the wall. You'll have to Google it, Janice, find out what it is. However, underneath the memorial, there's an even better hidden gem, a full cave complete with stalactites. Now, to keep the memorial from sinking near the banks of the Potomac River, a huge hidden cavern of cement and steel columns was constructed like flying what they call them buttresses in a, a medieval cathedral on top of an even deeper underground structure of 122 cement columns reaching under 60 feet down to the bedrock. Wow. And construction workers, they stumbled upon this cave in the 70s when they were digging out an elevator shaft for disabled visitors. Wow. And uh, so they're, uh, they, you, they'll lead you on the tour, goes down below. And apart from the gorgeous nine-foot stalactite rock formations, the most fascinating part of the cave is the graffiti that adorns the 122 supporting columns. Um, you see the guy there on the left, uh, possible inspiration for the Monopoly guy? Maybe. I don't know. Looks they also said that it could have been uh, Woodrow Wilson, um, the one of the caricatures there. Um, uh, but the foreman and the people that the worked what? on it, the foreman? 
No. What? <laughs> you know what you oh, said. Oh, caricature? No. Caricature? Caricature. How do you guys say it? Caricature? I say caricature. You do not. I know. Well, they, they include the, the drawings of everyone from Woodrow Wilson to the monument's construction foreman, and that uh, are the pictures that you see. So, underneath the Lincoln Memorial. Wow. We're almost to the end of the list here. The Brooklyn Bridge. We're staying in New York. There are wine cellars in the base of the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh-uh. Yep. Engineer Washington Reebling had, or Roebling, uh, had some serious business smarts when he created the Brooklyn Bridge. When he first started construction, he faced two major problems. First, there wasn't enough money in the city to pay for the full project. And second, two local wineries refused to move their facilities out of the path of construction. So, in a stroke of genius, he served both problems by incorporating two full wine cellars at, into the base of the bridge on each side. Wow. And to help finance the bridge, he rented the cold, dark cellars out to local businesses who needed some extra storage and generated some profit for the city until the Prohibition era. And today, the city of New York has taken ownership of the cellars, stripping the caverns of their functionality and leaving them as a dry, empty reminder huh. underneath the Brooklyn Bridge. Don't be done. Go on to number six. The last one here is probably one of the most or more famous landmarks in the United States. When people see it, they know exactly We've been uh, what here they're talking too. about. Yes, we have. There's a hidden room in Mount Rushmore. It's called Mountain Rushmore to Mountain our child. Mountain Rushmore, yeah. When Baylor was there, when we were like five, uh, she was five. We were running. Um, she <laughs> loved it. So it may be one of the most recognizable landmarks on the planet, but Mount Rushmore has been harboring a little-known secret for decades. And the huge monument, now situated in South Dakota, has long been a staple landmark in adventure movies, uh, national... Um, I was going to say something about it, and I, I forgot what it's called. National Treasure with uh, Nick Cage. Um, the discovery of a hidden chamber proves that the intrigue surrounding the monument is more than just fiction. Uh, there's a secret room that can be found behind the head of Abraham Lincoln, and it was designed to serve as a hall of records to tell the complete story of the United States history. And the enormous stone sculpture featuring the faces of U.S. Presidents George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Teddy Roosevelt, and Abraham Lincoln contains a secret chamber which few people know about and during its construction in the from the 1920s to 1940s the sculptor who designed the monument had uh, planned to create a much larger image to accompany the four famous uh, faces poking out from the granite but the man behind the monument Gutzon Borglum discovered that his plan for a huge stone depicting American history was too intricate so he was forced to abandon his work on it we knew that was there because we yes. read that when we when we went there. Yep. Because so we went to all the... Right, right. And so instead, the government gave permission to start work on a hall of records, a hidden chamber packed full of America's most important paperwork. But Gutzon died before his record room could be completed and uh, left the hall unfinished for decades. And there's a memorial stone there of a quote that he had, um, that he had uh, that's recorded in there. But in the late 1990s, the project was given a new lease of life, and the chamber room was finally completed before being stocked with panels featuring American history, Declaration of Independence, the Constitution, the Bill of Rights, and a biography of the creator was also placed in the room before it was all locked in a titanium vault. Very cool. So there's hopes that thousands of years from now, a future society will stumble across those and uh, decide to uh, take a look at some of our American history. 
And so there are some, uh, hopefully some things maybe you learned that you didn't know about some famous U.S. landmarks. Did you know about any of those? I know Lynn said that she thought that there was a room in there um, behind Teddy Roosevelt. Um, uh, let's see. And she also said the Chrysler Building, talking about New York, was the tallest building for only 11 months because of that needle on the top of the Empire State Building. And, and Master uh, Pastor Yoda in the house. Good evening to the hills. And he forgot it was an ACM oh, start. I'm sorry, but you buddy. know what? You started us off right with a wonderful introduction yet again. So yeah, we're very yeah, grateful yeah, to you. Thank you so much. And good evening to you. And if you are just tuning in with us because you missed that we are starting an hour early on Thursday, sorry that we missed you but we've had a really good time tonight and i've been encouraged by this time together how about you terry i think i have been too i really enjoyed it and i i hope you guys will uh, join us on saturday morning yeah uh, for our saturday morning setup i think that's going to be an awesome time as well because really we like to kick off the weekend starting on thursday night but then heading into saturday Weekend's already underway. And we want to know all your plans, and we can't wait to catch up with you yet again. So I hope you have a wonderful evening. Hope you have a fabulous Friday. We'll see you Saturday morning. That's right. Be sure and encourage somebody, okay? Go out, give them a hug, a high five, whatever it might be that just tells them, hey, you know what? You matter to God, so you matter to me. And uh, make a difference in somebody's life today. God bless you guys. That's all for now. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes Drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.